This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. I am so excited that it's summertime. It's my favorite time of year. It's warm. I love going to the beach. I like spending time with family. But let's talk about taking your baby to the beach. I get that question a lot in my practice. And we want you to be ready for your baby's first beach experience without concerns of getting a burn, etc. So today's episode is called Let's Go to the Beach Baby. So taking a baby to the beach, it's a whole new experience and it requires a lot of preparation and planning. We want to keep your baby safe. We want to protect them this summer. And so I'm going to talk about not just beach tips, but just being outside in general and making sure that we Like I said, everybody has a great summer because that's what we want. So you know you're supposed to wear sunscreen every day. They tell us that, and it's supposed to be year-round. But when it comes to sunscreen for babies, especially for infants, the recommendations aren't quite that clear. So what I want to talk about today is mostly regarding six-month-old babies and older. But I will touch a little bit on infants. And I will also talk at the very end about when you should call the doctor. So let's start for our babies that are six months, six months or older. You know, you can apply what some people say baby safe sunscreen with an SPF of 30 to 50 to all exposed areas of your little one's body. The good news when it comes to babies in the summer, especially in those Early months, you might have you might have uh, early walker, etc. I mean, they crawl, etc. But basically, keeping them out of direct sunlight isn't as much of a challenge, unless your child's way ahead of the developmental milestones, as I mentioned. They're not as mobile; they're not running around like a toddler. But you can keep them safe, like in a shaded tent under an umbrella and even sun-protected clothing. Just remember, if you're at the beach, which is, or even by the pool, let's just say anywhere that has water or sand, just remember that the sun can reflect off the sand and the water and into your otherwise shady area. So that's one important tip that I want to have everybody have take-home, be your take-home message. (laughs) So what's the best baby sunscreen? I, I, I'm telling you, like I said, I get that question all the time. And when you're shopping for babies, what you want to actually shop for is baby sunblock. And I'll explain the difference between sunblock and sunscreen in a minute. You want to look for a formula that says broad spectrum. So when we talk about broad spectrum, we're really talking about it 
that sunblock has protection for both UVB and UVA rays. And the active ingredients should only contain titanium dioxide or zinc oxide. So it's a good rule of thumb when you're shopping um, for babies that it contains, again, I'll say titanium dioxide and zinc oxide. And that's not a bad thing for you to do for your own sunscreen too. These sunscreens are considered what we call um, like a physical sunscreen. So I'm saying sunscreen and I'm about to tell you what the difference is, but let's just say I'm really talking about sunblock. And what that is, is it means that they're not absorbed into your skin. So when you put them on the baby's skin, it stays superficially on the skin versus being absorbed into the baby's body. Zinc, I'd like to remind everybody, is the same product found in many diaper creams. So this is something that is you're used to working with. The American Academy of Pediatrics, which I would like to note, a lot of my information comes from my own experience as a mom, my experience as a pediatrician, but also through what the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends so that I'm giving you the most up-to-date information. So back to the AAP. The AAP notes that sunscreens with the mineral ingredients of that zinc oxide and that titanium dioxide are definitely preferable to what we consider chemical sunscreens. So the difference between sunblock and sunscreen is that sunblocks contain those two material, you know, two um, ingredients, as I mentioned which physically block the sun rays that are scattered by that ultraviolet radiation on contact. So let me, let me rephrase that. So basically the sun blocks, so it blocks the, the radiation, the UV radiation when it hits your skin. Okay. Does that make sense? Whereas sunscreens absorb the UV radiation with chemicals. So sunblock, make sure it's broad spectrum Make sure it contains only titanium dioxide and zinc oxide for those reasons that I mentioned. Now, you might say to yourself, well, what, you know, you said broad spectrum, but what's the difference between UVA and UVB? Well, UVB, that is really protect, if it's protecting against UVB, it's protecting against sunburns. When we talk about UVA rays, we're talking about specifically rays from the sun or like a tanning bed, which PSA, I do not recommend tanning beds, so, but I'm just mentioning it as a example. You don't burn as easily, but they do penetrate deeper into the skin, which can cause that leathering and wrinkling, photo aging, as well as suppress our skin immunity and can cause cancer. So best sunscreens are the ones that protect against both kinds of UV radiation. Now, you might also say, Dr. Sarah, what's the difference between baby sunscreens and adult sunscreens then? And I mean, first and foremost, like I said, you want to read the label and make sure it has those two ingredients. But it's also important that you make sure that there aren't other uh, products in the sunscreen, such as, you know, such as at least under 12 months of age um, or older than 12 months of age, too, because depending on what your skin's your child's skin sensitivity. So let's just make a general comment and say, stay away from those that have uh, certain perfumes, for example, because 
baby skin is so sensitive. And if you're an adult with sensitive skin, I highly recommend that you might want to use a baby sunscreen too. But outside of that, there's really not a big difference. And the key is to make sure that you're reading your label. Now, of course, any sunscreen sunblock is better than no sunscreen or sunblock to protect babies from getting sunburned. But I really hope that you will use some of these guidelines in order to purchase the right one and the one that's going to protect your baby the most. Now, what should we avoid when it comes to baby sunblock? Oxybenzone, oxybenzone is an ingredient that might have hormonal effects. And there's some concern, too, that it can be harmful for coral reefs. Places like Hawaii and Florida um, already ban the use of, of any sunscreen that has oxybenzone in it. You also, as I mentioned before, want to you know buy a sunblock uh, that is fragrant-free, no dyes, no... Um, para-aminobenzoic acid, I want to make sure I say that right, parabens, um, phthalates, which I got to be honest, I'm not even sure I know what that is. But they can all irritate the baby's skin. I'll have to look that one up for you guys and get back to you on that. Now let's take a moment, though, to talk about aerosol sunscreen sprays. You know, I remember when my kids were little, sunscreen was really tough to apply, especially when you're discussing um, putting sunscreen on a toddler. And a lot of the things that I'm saying applies to, you know, toddlers and children too. I mean, don't, don't lose sight of the fact that these, these um, tips are important for them as well. But what I want to mention is that, yeah, it's easy to spray. We get it. I get it. But I, and it can be quick. I mean, obviously it's quick, it's convenient, you know, especially if you've got a toddler that's like excited or a child that's excited and wants to go play. But if it's not applied appropriately, there's some issues. Like you might not be putting enough thickness on it. And let's say you are at the beach or even the pool or your own backyard and it's windy. It could blow before it even gets on the baby. And most importantly, it can be accidentally breathed in. Those chemicals can be, you know, they can breathe those in. So I really do not recommend aerosol sunscreen sprays. Well, I talked about the fact that it's not easy to apply sunscreen. So let me give you some tips on how to do it. And the AP suggests like minimizing the need for sunscreen by really dressing your baby in sun protective clothing. So long sleeves, if possible, sun hat, even sunglasses. And you apply a thin layer on any of the remaining exposed areas. So if I, I would say, I mean, this is especially important for infants under six months of age. And I'll talk about this in a minute, but I would say six months and older, like I mentioned earlier, put it all over, but still try to cover as much of the body as you possibly can. Make sure that you're using the SPF of 30 or higher. And I would recommend applying 30 minutes before you even head outdoors. I don't know about you, but Ben and Gabe, when we were at the pool or even, you know, we've already gone outside, they're ready. They're playing. You know, when you're getting them dressed and ready, make that part of your routine before you go outside so that when you hit the moment of playtime, you're ready and they're excited and they can go. 
And by doing that about 30 minutes before is a good idea. Reapply baby sunscreen every two hours that you're outside and immediately after water-based activities and you've towel dried them off. And that's another AP uh, recommendation. You want to reapply, like I said, at least every two, could be one hour, I mean, again, or sooner if you swim, but also if they sweat, uh, um, you know, profusely too. If you, so basically if you think about it, re, reapply about every 40 to 80 minutes. And on a typical beach day, one person could go through about two to four ounces of sunscreen. Water resistant sunscreens are typically labeled to last 40 to 80 minutes, as I mentioned. And one of the uh, downfalls is most people only apply, you know, half of the amount that is actually recommended. Make sure, but, and don't apply it evenly. So use a lot, apply it easily uh, or evenly, <laughs> easily and evenly. And, um, and don't use a D, you know, a, a, an SPF that's less than 30. And don't allow uncovered areas to burn for the best res results evenly and often. So these are guidelines for six months and above. What about my baby, maybe my newborn or even my six-month-old, under six months old? I remember Ben was born in May and I was really excited actually, because I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be off for a couple months. We're going to have such a great time. Gabe was four. We're going to go to the lake. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to do all this stuff. And then I realized, well, babies really should not be in the sun. So whether it's a quick stroll in the park or, or the day at the beach, as I mentioned, it's important that you basically keep them out of the sun. So if for some reason, you know, so should you put sunscreen on your baby to protect them from the sun bright rays and they're under six months of age? Honestly, not really. I mean, your infant, boy or girl, sensitive skin is vulnerable to very serious burns. And honestly, sunblock sunscreen isn't the answer. According to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, they're at greater risk than adults to have the side effects from the sunscreen, such as rash, as I mentioned. And even the AAP recommends keeping newborns and babies younger than six months out of the direct sunlight. The best sun protection for your infant is to stay in the shade. Look for natural shade, such as under a tree, or you can create your own shade under the bridge, under, at the beach, like, um, you know, an umbrella, pop-up trend, a stroller canopy, and make sure that you're not out in the sun with a baby at any age between 10 and two, because that's when it's the strongest UV rays. It's the most intense then. If you need to go outside, let's say, okay, I've got a two month old and I need to go outside I would recommend to take extra precautions. First and foremost, always check with your pediatrician about applying sunblock or sunscreen to any children, any baby under six months of age. So that's, that's very important. Always check with your pediatrician. What I typically, let's say, you know, somebody in my practice calls me and they don't have, you know, there's no medical problems, there's no skin problems, you know, yada, yada, yada. I would tell them, look, first I tell them, don't don't go in the sun, but if you 
if you absolutely were concerned that you might get those reflective rays or, you know, so on, then just like I mentioned, cover as much as you possibly can. I'm going to talk a little bit about how to dress your baby properly, but also you could put a very thin layer on the face, the backs of the hands and the tops of their feet. I would not recommend putting all over the body until they're six months of age and absolutely none under the age of two months. So how do we dress our baby properly? So the AAP suggests dressing infants in light clothing, again, long pants, long sleeve shirts. They should wear a hat that's got a brim that shades the neck, the ears, like baseball caps aren't going to work because it doesn't shade the ears or neck and they aren't going to work as good as um, the uh, a bigger hat to prevent sunburn. Both the head or the, well, the head too, because remember a lot of babies, they don't have a lot of hair. So um, I don't know about you, but I've even had a little, I've noticed like I've got a little tan if I don't, if I forget to wear a hat on my, in, in my part, you know, but for babies, it's even worse. So both the neck and the ears are even more sensitive for babies. And when you choose a fabric, you want it to be lightweight, you know, lightweight, light weaves are better than loose ones. And you also want to make sure that if you can see through it, like if you stick it on your hand underneath it and you can see through it, it's probably not going to be as, as good. It's not going to fully protect your baby. You know, the summer heat is a whole nother issue to consider when it comes to infants and and, and, um, under 12 months of age. You know, normally our sweat naturally cools us down when we're hot, but younger babies don't sweat like adults do. They haven't fully developed that built-in heating and cooling system, so they can become overheated and are at great risk for being dehydrated. So it's absolutely important that you, um, you know, you be prepared for that as well. So here's some more tips. If you're going to, you know, enjoy the summer and enjoy it safely, uh, especially when you're outside, I'm going to continue talking about infants under six months. Again, shade as much as possible. Infants can't regulate their body heat just like grown-ups. So when they're left in a hot environment, they can feel that heat stress. And so babies under six months of age should be out of direct and indirect sunlight because of the risk of heat stroke. Talk to your pediatrician before using any sunscreen for your baby under six months of age. And for newborns and babies under six months, you want to make sure you, if you have to, like I said, minimal amounts of baby safe sunscreen with an SPF of 30 to 50, not lower and only a thin layer to the face, the backs of the hands and the tops of the feet. I know I'm repeating myself. And maybe it's just because that's what my notes say, but I also think it's important to repeat. Make sure your baby is wearing clothes that cover and protects the sensitive skin, like the neck and the ears. And like I said, if if you can see through it, it's probably not enough protection. Watch your baby carefully. Make sure that you're looking to make sure that they're not getting sunburned or dehydrated. And some of the signs could include things like fussiness, the redness, and excessive crying. If your baby becomes sunburned, get them out of the sun, apply cold compresses, and call your baby's pediatrician right away. I mentioned hydrating and regulating the temperature. Give your 
baby formula and breast milk if you're out in the sun for more than a few minutes. And remember to pack a cooler to store either if you're storing your breast milk and formula to make sure that it doesn't go bad. When it comes to six-month-olds and going into the water, I'll probably do a a podcast on swimming in general, but I do want to mention that this. You know, babies can go in the water from birth. We know that. But a baby under six months of age has not built up their immune system. And so I really do not recommend that they go, um, definitely that they don't go in certain types of water because they can get risk of infection, for example. You want to make sure it's not too cold because they can't regulate their their body temperature. You know, we talked about they can't regulate it in the heat, but they also can't regulate it if the water is too cold. And um, if it's too hot, they can lose heat rapidly, like four times faster than an adult. So here's my general rule of thumb and my take-home message is that to wait until your child is at least six months old before you take them, your baby swimming in like a pool, a lake, or the ocean. So let's go back for a minute to our babies that are six months and older. And I want to talk about being prepared for taking your baby to the beach and what's essential and what you should consider taking so that it's less stressful for you and more enjoyable for your child. So here are my baby beach essential list. Here's my list. A baby beach tent or pop-up canopy tent or beach umbrella, an outdoor beach blanket, beach bag, hooded towels, a beach cover-up for baby. We talked about clothes before. Beach toys, small inflatable pool, I'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. They do make UV sun protected swimsuits and long, uh, you know, that and like long sleeve shirts that are sun protected. I highly recommend it, but it's not a replacement for sunscreen. And what's really cool, too, is some of those long sleeve shirts have like a rash guard, a sun hat. And we talked about what the recommendations are for that. Baby sunglasses with the strap. Although I don't know about you. I always had a hard time keeping my kid to keep it on. The SPF, and I, you know what I haven't talked about is like a lip balm. And again, you really want to look at what those ingredients are because you don't want them to ingest it. So if you, you know, if you're looking at the lip balm, make sure you know what ingredients are in there. And um, we really don't want them ingesting the zinc oxide and the titanium dioxide. So you want to use the most organic and natural product that you possibly can. Sunblock, as I mentioned, if they're a little mover, you could do baby water shoes, a life vest, infant life vest, a wet dry bag, swim diapers, baby wipes, hand sanitizer, and cornstarch baby powder. So backing up a little bit, you know, shelter, like I said, is very important. And I do want to mention again that remember that you can get reflection from the water or the sand. And depending on what kind of top, you know, um, surface you're on, you know, anything that can reflect, could reflect into the shade, even though it looks like your baby's uh, shaded. I mentioned something about the cornstarch baby powder. So babies cannot 
um, you can't use regular baby powder because if they inhale it, it can cause lung hemorrhages and so on. It's a miracle that I'm still alive because I swear my mother doused me with baby powder like my whole life until, you know, I was too old to do that. <laughs> but cornstarch baby powder, ba- hmm, cornstarch baby powder, thanks guys, is a magical ingredient and it can not only help with, um, taking the sand directly off their skin, but it also decreases diaper rash too. A blow-up baby pool is something to consider if you think that you can muster it with all the other beach essentials that I mentioned. And what's kind of cool about that is that you can put it under a shady area and you can avoid direct sunlight, but you want to make sure, like I said, that the temperature is right. And you don't want to use the lake water, the pool water, the ocean water to fill it. Keep playing. You know, kids love to play outside. So use your imagination. And if you're at the beach, you know, it doesn't have to be difficult. A bucket and the shovel can be perfect for a wonderful day. You know, the beach is like the newest playground for them. Swim diapers are kind of cool. Now, you know, there's ones that are disposable, which is fine. And then there's ones that you can buy that also can be machine washable. And what's really cool is that it, it can handle that extreme wetness. And because it has these waterproof layers, whereas regular diapers, they're really messy. They're gel packed. They explode. Oh my gosh. They didn't come out with any kind of swim diaper until my son Ben was born. And so I've experienced both of those, which um, is quite interesting, actually. So I hope that these tips that I've given you about sunscreen, about what age to do it, what kind to do, how much other tips that you can do to protect them, what it what to do with a baby under six months of age, etc. But I want to close with when do we call the doctor and what do we do to relieve discomfort if there is a mild sunburn? So the most important thing to hear today is if your baby is younger than a year and gets a sunburn, you want to call your doctor right away. If your child is older, call your doctor if there's blistering, pain, or fever. Now, let's say they do have a mild sunburn. You've called your doctor. What can we do? So you want to make sure you're giving your child some water. You know, we want to, um, or you could even do like Pedialyte to replace some of their lost fluids. Use cool water to help your child's skin feel better. And you can't give your child pain medications if advised by your pediatrician to relieve these painful sunburns. If they're under six months of age, acetaminophen. If they're six months or older, you can give acetaminophen or ibuprofen. Ibuprofen is not recommended for babies under six months of age. Only use medicated lotions if your child's doctor says it's okay And absolutely keep your child out of the sun until the sunburn is fully healed. Warm, sunny days are wonderful. And it's really good for children to spend time playing and exercising outdoor. But let's keep in mind with the right preparation, we can enjoy it safely. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow me on wherever you like to listen to your shows and let's grow up together.